Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to people who want to speak more as a way to build their income and grow their business. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Atkinson, and some of you are probably tired of hearing me say that, and others of you may be new to the show and have not perhaps don't know who I am. And um, if you if that is the case, then welcome. Hopefully you'll get to know me a little bit more through this particular show because today we're talking about my favorite topic, which is money. How much should you get paid to speak? Now, a few a, a little while ago, I don't remember the exact date. Actually, I, I do know the exact date. It was back in March. Uh, we actually published a blog post called Understanding Speaking Fees and How Much You Should Get Paid to Speak, and we put together a really cool infographic on that. And I really feel like people will hear things one way, they'll read things a different way, and I thought it was really important to actually talk on the podcast about mulala money. Um, so how much should you get paid to speak? You know, there are going to be people who burst onto the scene and charge $10,000 out of the shoot because they have some level of bio. And when I say that, something in their biography says that they have this really rich experience and they are able to charge that coming out of the gate. It might be someone who's come out of a CEO position or some high-level government job or it could be somebody who's developed a level of notoriety from some other world. Maybe they're a YouTube star or they have a podcast that's really, really successful and people now want to bring them into this venue. And that's super cool. Um, these Also, something else to measure is the value placed on the problem you're helping to solve. So let's say you are a leadership expert who helps companies create a particular type of culture, okay? Companies are going to pay to have a problem like culture solved. They're going to pay to have a leadership problem solved. And that's where we see some really high fees going, 10000 15000 20 all the way up to 30 And even, um, I know, way beyond that for the celebrity-type speakers, where there's a bigger problem. They are willing to put some money towards that problem. Let me give you an example of um, maybe a topic that might not get as high, um, but of course I'm going to give you a caveat because there always are exceptions to the rule. Maybe it's like life balance or something like that. Maybe we're not going to get $30,000 for a life balance speech that or when we're comparing it up against a leadership speaker. However, there are going to be people out there who have created such a name for themselves that they've blown through the norms. They've blown through what people uh, will agree to pay on any particular topic. And so we look at somebody like a Wayne Dyer, who uh, is no longer with us. He was somebody whose work I followed uh, quite a bit back in the day. And, um, you know, kind of a spiritual guy and maybe out there a little bit in Wuhan land for some of you. But he would have been paid fairly heftily 
for his work on a topic that people would have thought years earlier people wouldn't have paid for. I follow Mel Robbins' career. Of course, she's probably one of the highest paid female speakers that we have out there. She talks about, well, a real huge turning point in her career was when she narrowed down what she was doing with the five-second rule and all of her work has kind of stemmed from that. Now she's got her own TV show. And, you know, this was not a rocket science idea, but I tell you, it was steeped in a lot of science and research. Um, but I thought that it was a very, very simple approach to kind of complex human behaviors. And her lane, maybe we would consider as something around the area of performance improvement because her idea of the five-second rule is all about just getting you off your butt to go and do something. And uh, she's kind of evolved it into lots of things since then. So um, just know that there are exceptions to every single rule that we're going to talk about. I do have one client who speaks on balance a lot here in Canada and is really doing quite well in terms of fees. And um, I just love that she's moved onto the scene fearlessly and said, this is what I'm charging and I won't accept any less. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today is standing tall in your fees and really having the confidence in what it is that you're selling. The first sale is to yourself, says Alan Weiss. And uh, that's something that's really, really important. The third little piece to kind of this big picture idea of how much can you get paid to speak is how skilled you are in delivering that topic and expertise. And as you get better and better at delivering it, as you craft a, a more and more epic keynote, the bigger your fees will go. I've taught, you've all heard me talking about Ryan Estes. He's, you know, when we first started working together, he still had a day job. And he was speaking on the side, I don't know, maybe $3,500, $5,000, something like that. And he's catapulted himself all the way up to $30,000 now. And his, his growth on the platform had to come at the same time or else he really couldn't have sustained that type of fee. Even if you're in demand, I think you really have to be able to follow through in order for this business model to be working. Okay, so we're going to break this down into three different buckets, and we're breaking it down based on the way that we um, have in our, our new website at speakerlauncher.com. You'll see under these coaching options that we have the emerging speakers. That's people who are uh, just starting out. Then we have our rising superstars. That's kind of our intermediate speakers and our seasoned pros. And I will let you know as we go through what the criteria for each are so you'll know whether or not that's you. So let's begin with emerging speakers. When you are just starting out onto the scene, uh, you may decide that you're going to go out and speak uh, for for free for a while because you want to get your name out there, you want to get your stage time in, really develop your skills, your craft, and uh, you want to be able to, you know, just start to generate business. And the goal is that every piece of business that you go and every speech you go and deliver, 
then turns into two or three spinoff. That's our goal, especially when it comes to giving freebies. And if we're getting more, more freebies from freebies, then we've got a little bit of a problem. We probably need to adjust how we are presenting and make sure that people know when you're up there that this is what you do for a living. Okay. Um, so, the goal for freebies also is that you do them locally and that you don't travel for them. So lots of people will uh, do, you know, the, the, the Rotary Club is often a first stop because Rotaries meet on a weekly basis and there's a lot of meetings and they are always looking for speakers who will come in and uh, do something complimentary. You know, the Chambers of Commerce might be the same, um, although I do know that you can get paid at some Chambers of Commerce. Um, and you could kind of go around to all the associations that are right in your backyard. Think about what audience you want to have. If you want to have realtors as your audience, then your first stop is your local realtors association. Get in front of them, test your materials, start to build a relationship with them, and then work your way up from the local level to the state level or provincial level, and then on up to the national level. And that will give you access to a lot of different companies. That's why we start with associations is because we want to have access to all the companies that are housed within those meetings. Okay, so let's say we've moved on from our freebies. You might decide to do that for six months, and then you say, okay, now I'm going to charge. And you might go into the $500 to $1,500 range. I've always said, I said in the Wealthy Speaker, that at $1,500, this is kind of where you can consider yourself to be a quote-unquote professional speaker. I chose that amount just because I feel like that's when you're kind of starting to stand a little bit taller in your fees. And... Uh, I think that it's a good it's a good place to be. It's a good thing to aim for. And some of you may just say, okay, well, that's my starting fee. That's what I'm going to start out with. Um, we can get some conferences, uh, breakout sessions uh, when there are concurrence, which means there might be six or seven sessions going on all at once uh, in the afternoon of a convention. That's where you might be able to get those fees. So be looking at not necessarily the main stage, big, big keynote, um, but perhaps the breakout sessions is maybe where you're going to start. Some of you may say, nah, -uh, I want to be on the big stage in front of everybody. You know, in the smaller associations, maybe it's 300 people. The bigger ones might be 3,000 people, and that's super cool. You just have to know that if you're a $750 speaker, it's very likely a 3,000-person audience is not going to put you in front of them at that fee. There, there will be a bit of a disconnect there. So moving on to the next fee grouping, which is $1,500 to $3,000, now you're starting to see a little bit of momentum and you're getting some stage time under your belt. You're building a name for yourself in your space and hopefully you're getting paid consistently. Once you start to feel that um, you're sharing the stage a lot with people who make more than you, you, you want to take a look at your fee. The minute a client tells you, I think we would have paid a lot more for you, you know, you've probably been getting it from some other places. That's the time that you want to maybe make a bit of a fee bump. We may not wait for the traditional 
fee rise criteria, which is that your calendar is full, we don't want to fill it up with $1,500 to $3,000 engagements. We want to fill it up with bigger ones. So I would say don't wait for your calendar to be full before you make the fee rise. Okay, moving into the rising superstars section. This is like our intermediate speaking group. They're probably achieving a speaking income, you know, above 75000 per year, maybe on up to about three hundred and fifty. And um, if you're in that kind of first group, which is our three to five K range, uh, standing tall in your fees is a concept that you're fully starting to understand, and uh, you want to be finding better clients at this point so that you're not getting beat up, which means you're moving away from local and you're going up to perhaps the state level, you're getting better companies uh, hiring you, and um I think you're starting to see that there are budgets out there. That's my goal for you is that you know that there are budgets at every level. I want, I'm hoping that this podcast will help to illuminate you on that so that you're never thinking because this is a really a negative and disruptive thought in your, uh, in, in your it not helpful at all to your business and the thought is nobody has any money that is just so entirely not true and i'm kind of telling you at each level who has the money so at this point we've probably moved up the ladder from the local associations up to state now one of the things that kendra hall did when she was first starting out she did do some freebies at first she also had the idea of will speak for video and getting onto a big stage to get that beautiful video shot is huge so if you get an opportunity and they're offering you no fee but it's in front of a big audience and you're ready for a big audience then maybe you do it in lieu of video that is a good negotiating tactic when you're early on she went out uh, Kendra did to the American Marketing Association with her topic of storytelling thinking that it was a good fit and it was and built her business on the back of that you know, all of these chapters that she went and did. And then that led her to a lot of Fortune 500 and then Fortune 100 work. The same thing happened kind of with uh, Ryan Estes is he went out and did a lot of SHRM, that's the Society of Human Resource Professionals. And because he became kind of a darling of SHRM, they um, introduced him to all of their companies, which then took him into his now Fortune 100 client base. So just know that the more uh, strategic you are on the front end, the better this could pay off. Okay, so we've checkmarked the 3 to 5K box for the middle speaker. Now we're moving on to the 5 to 75K. You're get, you've got a great speech, you're getting great feedback from clients. Everything is feeling good. Associations with state and sometimes national conferences will pay this fee level. Um, smaller teams within corporate can also afford this key level for training or keynotes. So this is a good spot to be in. But when you're ready, you're going to bump into the next level, which is $7,500 to $10,000. Now, 
you're starting to uh, achieve a level of notoriety in your target market. Now, let me give you a little caveat. Um, we on the northern side of the border up here in Canada, not myself, but as a people, <laughs> are cheap, are cheaper than you are in the United States when it comes to fees. $10,000 in the States is not a big deal, whereas here, it's starting to be less of a big deal. It used to be years ago that you had to have some some level of celebrity even to be charging ten, but we're going past that now, I believe. Um, but ten k is still like a bigger deal in Canada than it is in the states. So when you're sitting between seventy five and ten, um, you know you're you're starting to have some some name recognition and hopefully every engagement is turning into two or three more so that you're seeing your calendar get more consistently filled. Okay. You're probably getting onto some bigger stages and you're most likely seeing some fortune 500 companies um, because they will pay that. And you know, Again, if you have a target audience or a target market that you've said, you know what, they don't pay, I want you to really look at um, whether or not that's really true. Of course, it's going to be the case in some worlds, but I really believe where there's a will, there's a way. If they want you, they are going to figure it out. They're going to get a sponsor. They are um, going to find the money from other budgets, whatever it might be. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I think many of you have likely had clients say they didn't have a budget and then call back saying that they figured it out because you held strong. So kudos to you who are holding strong in your fees. All right, so let's get to the third category. This is for you seasoned speakers. You know who you are. I have several several dozens, dozens of listeners who are earning over $10,000 in their fees. They've been around for a while. Um, they probably, you probably have some additional revenue streams at this point and um, you are, your brand has become well known. Congratulations for achieving this level. So let's say we'll break it down here uh, 10 to 20K, 20 to 30K, and then 30K plus. So at the 10 to 20K level, you're now moving into Fortune 100 companies, big stages with full production. Here's the irony this is when you're going to get the beautiful video that you needed way back when you were an emerging speaker. So just know um, wherever you are in your path that the video is probably pretty much a, a pivot point for you. Every time you get better footage, things are just going to go a little bit more easy in the cell for you. You're not going to have to really you know, sell your way into an organization because your video is going to do it for you. And I will, um, Monica, maybe we can put in the show notes, uh, refer back to the Chris West podcast that we did talking about video. We uh, covered a lot of really great ground in that one. And I think everybody um, who's thinking about video might want to circle back to it. 
So you're moving into Fortune 100, big stages, big productions, large national, international association events, hopefully creating big spinoff for you. And that's the goal. When you get those big association meetings with hundreds and hundreds of people in the audiences, you know, uh, in insurance, there's one called the GAMA, G-A-M-A, General, General Agents and Managers Associations is what I think it stands for. Well, then those people, you know, let's say, I don't know how many people there were there. Let's say there were 500 people there. They're representing 500 different insurance companies, and that is a beautiful thing. Uh, you may have some at this stage of your career, perhaps there have been some bureaus who have found you and you're probably starting to shift to maintain a control of your calendar and that becomes a little bit different uh, problem and we have um, a blog post that I recently did about all the problems at the different stages. So be sure to check that out if that's happening with you. When you sit between the 20 and the 30K stage, um, I'm hoping you're not negotiating at all. Your fee is your fee. Uh, your calendar is likely booked as much as you would like it to be. Uh, no doubt you are trying to think about how you might get off the road a little bit more. And that takes some strategic thinking because it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. You're really, really busy, and therefore you don't have time to stop and work on your business so that you can be less busy. So we see that sometimes happening in the cycle. If people are not willing to go down in terms of the number of fees, in terms of the number of engagements at that fee, then... Um, you, you get stuck in a cycle of being on the little hamster wheel. And uh, our goal is to help you find other ways that you can develop income so that you don't have to, you know, maybe you can cherry pick and do 30 or 40 speaking engagements per year at a very, very high fee and then have lots of other income streams. That's really ideal, I think. You, maybe you rent out your brain for big bucks at this level. Okay, now some of the things that are happening in the background is that your team is probably in really good shape and you have systems that run like a well-oiled machine. That's our goal for this level. If that's not happening and you're at that level, you, um, you need to re-examine your business. So 30K plus, you've hit a level of celebrity, at least within the speaking world and perhaps even in the regular world. Maybe there's been a best-selling book that's helped you get there. Now you have the luxury of taking your followers anywhere you want to go in terms of topic. That is the beautiful thing about having, um, you know, a book and a following. And hopefully this whole time you've been pulling people into your fan base. All of the people in all of your audiences should be given a number to text to that you can get and then grab their email address and send them something of value. That's something you need to be doing from every single platform. Otherwise, you are missing a massive opportunity to build your fan base. And your fan base 
when you get up to this level at 30K plus, your fan base will follow you probably anywhere. So you really want to be able to take advantage of that and offer them new products, new services, courses, whatever it might be. So really make sure that you're capitalizing this. And uh, at this point, you want to have really solid multiple income streams and the right systems and team in place. So um, one of the things to be thinking about is really take a look at your mindset. When you find yourself getting beat up on your fees constantly, when you find yourself um, negotiating, if people aren't willing to pay your fee, then you haven't shown them that there's enough value. You haven't shown them the value. So really, that's an area that you want to drill down and get really, really good at so that when you do, it does come to the fee discussion. Um, I think it was Bob Scheinfield said, you really want to have your clients whooped up before you ever talk fee to them. So let's say you start asking some questions about what some of their pain points are. Let's go back to this leadership speaker who speaks on culture. Tell me a little bit about your culture. What else, What are some of the issues that you're having? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I have this formula and it's going to help solve some of those problems and we do this and this and this. Great, that's exactly what we need. And then, you know, so way down the road in the conversation, do you talk about money? And there are some times when it's not even, what do you charge? 10K, 15K, 20K, fine, here you go. You know, they just want to solve the problem so badly that um, they will pay whatever it takes. And the expert gets paid what the expert charges. That's why I want you to really be kind of raising yourself up to this expert level versus um, competing in terms of like training dollars or anything like that. That's a slippery slope. So back to this idea of what is going on in your mindset, um, really knowing that you're setting your fee with the knowledge that you are bringing the value to the table, that should be it. That should be it. And I think that when you do not entertain the idea of negotiating your fee, it comes across. I haven't entertained that idea. I think I negotiated my fee once in the last 10 years and both of those clients were let go. And so it's not even a part of a world that I live in and therefore it doesn't enter our conversation. Nobody ever asks because there's no room in the conversation to ask. And I want you to be in the same space uh, in the same mental mindset that just says, you know what, and my little green man on my shoulder, you can call him your gremlin, your monster, whatever you want to call him. My little green gremlin is saying, you know, you should probably charge more. And that's what I'm hoping you will get to the place where um, you believe that as well. So that's been a little uh, information. I hope it's been valuable on how much should you get to paid to speak. And I hope that you will share our podcast with all of your speaker buddies because, you know, I think 
we're starting to really pick up some momentum, but I still think we're probably one of the best kept secrets out there. And I'm really getting some great feedback on the uh, podcast. So I hope you'll tell, tell your friends to subscribe and start sharing it with them. So with that, we will say uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you soon, Wealthy Speakers. Thanks for listening to The Wealthy Speaker Show. Please visit speakerlauncher.com for your free Wealthy Speaker audit and visit speakerlauncher.com forward slash podcast for show notes and many more resources to help you catapult your speaking business. See you soon, Wealthy Speakers.